Heather mentioned that today, um, that she wanted to do it. No, I can't imagine that they'd allow that, though. And now, from the Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor, it's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to another fantastic and exciting episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host for this week, Chuck Fitzgerald, who uh, I guess for right now is still a single man. Uh, by the time I record again, or any of us record again, that will not be the case. But by the time the show and, comes out, you'll still be single. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but not for long. And alongside me are three of our fantastic Mickey Dude podcast co-hosts. I've promoted everyone to a co-host now. I'm fine with that. I've made that unilateral Makes decision. Makes my life so much easier. Oh, yeah. From the other part of the state of New York, Dave Koch. Debbie was sick and probably Pachinetti is too. Yeah, that's a, that's a safe bet. Like, if that was a Vegas line, that would definitely be the favorite. Yeah. I wouldn't hold my breath. From the... Oh, you got it. Uh, uh, I see what yeah. you did there. From the state of New Jersey, I think, this week? Yeah? That's correct, yes. Joe? Yeah. From the state of New Jersey, Joe Quattrochi. I think for the first time, myself and Dave Koch actually agreed on something where New York is actually better than New Jersey, Dave, right? Where you guys have public transportation better than New Jersey. We just talked about that. Yeah, we did. but both of and our public transportation is terrible, so you know what? I'm actually willing to give Jersey this one. Wow. I, I actually yeah. give you the props this time, and then you give it back. Yeah, you know what? I, <laughs> I was feeling generous tonight, yeah, Dave. I, I, mean, I, <laughs> I know that, but honestly, I I think you got one on top of me, at least, at this point. Okay. Yeah. What? And from the state of lack of transportation <laughs> and Texas... Jeff Williams. Flash photography, I wouldn't. That scares Chuck's fiance, and that's not good. Nice. No. No, it's not. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So before we get going this week, we're going to be talking about the new changes coming to Walt Disney World and what we think is going to come from Walt Disney World. All right, so before we get going tonight, we're going to talk about our fantastic sponsors. You know, we're tonight's topic is all about changes coming to Walt Disney World, but do you know what doesn't change, Dave? What? What doesn't change? The fantastic product that is put out by Joffrey's Coffee. No, it just keeps getting better and better with brand new flavors like Mickey's 90th Anniversary Blend. Have you had that yes, yet? Yes, I had it this morning, and let me put it to you this way. It pops in your mouth. It's very strong. It's in your face. It's basically like Mickey Mouse is on... The window of society. He's everywhere. It just, this is just a bold flavor, just like bold little Mickey Mouse. I mean, I don't think that there's a better way to describe Joffrey's Coffee as bold flavors and a fantastic way to start your morning, as Dave found out this morning. So go to joffreys.com, get yourself some coffee, get yourself some Mickey's blend, Mickey's birthday blend, and kick off your day the right way. Ooh. Is that their slogan? If not, it should be. Gonna give you props on that one. Yeah, it rhymed and everything. Um, you did that off, secondly, the, off the cuff, so hey. 
I did. Good job. I did. It's you know what? Someone give me a raise. I'll double your pay. Three zeros. Great. Oh boy. And <laughs> our second sponsor for this evening are the fine folks over at DVCresalemarket.com. If you're in the market for DVC, if you need to buy, rent, or buy or sell your DVC points, absolutely go over to DVCresalemarket.com. They are the best in the business. The number one reseller in the world with over 2,400 con- contracts sold last year. Um, just looking very quickly at the the availability that they have. They have Animal Kingdom Lodge, 200 points, 109 points. $109 a point. Uh, let's see. Where, well, let's let's look for some other stuff. Oh, Joe. Didn't you just say that you wanted to go back to Alani? Uh, let me tell you something. My place is addicting. So, yes. I would love to go back to Alani. Well, you can head over to DVCResaleMarket.com and for 200 points with an August use year for $107 a point, you can make that happen again. Oh, wait. There's a $98 a point one, too. Joe, I think I just found your next vacation. Nice. You know what's great about DVC re- resale market too, Chuck, is that like I think they have over like 500 listings right now. So there's well, there's <laughs> there's definitely a wide variety of listings out there for all kinds of budgets or wherever you want to go. So right now they have 457 active listings. That's pretty good. Um, for all over the place, it, Boardwalk, Beach Club, Alani, Boulder Ridge. Oh, man. Well, now I need to get off the site before I plan my next uh, DVC adventure. But what we're asking you to do is go over to DVCResaleMarket.com. Let them know that the Mickey Dudes podcast sent you, and they will make sure you get top-class service as you attempt to buy into or expand your DVC market. Okay. Anyone have anything to add before we get into the main topic? No. All right. Very good, then. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for the uh, the addition. You're not the best color man in the business for nothing, Joe. Hey, at least I answered you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, for this week, we're going to be talking about the changes that are coming to Walt Disney World over the next, uh, well, a little over a year now, including the, the big one that we're going to talk about at the end. However, the last couple of weeks have been very heavy with news of closures, refurbishments, and eliminations coming to Walt Disney World. So when we were doing the show prep for this evening, um, I looked it up, and within the last 10 days, there were five news articles about how things are closing or going down for refurbishment, or, you know, there are people cutting their jobs in in, in effort for... I, I don't even know how to explain some of these ones. So it's budget cuts, but... Disney's making record profit, so it doesn't make any sense. So we're going to start over at Hollywood Studios this evening. And the first news that we had this month, pretty much, was the cost-cutting occurring at Hollywood Studios, which doesn't make sense in the first place because there's nothing over there. But some of the Streetmosphere characters are going to be no more. Um... Dorma Nesman, Paige Turner, Dara Vamp, and Officer Prime Brody are all had have all had their positions eliminated over with the Streetmosphere at Hollywood Studios. Now, it's unknown if they will be recast or replaced with new characters, but let's start with uh, 
with Joe. What do you think about these cuts coming out of Hollywood Studios? It's kind of a shame because, like I said, you know, yes, Toy Story Land is up and running. It's online. We're still waiting for Galaxy's Edge to come online. But there's still not a ton there. It's getting there. But to me, the Streamosphere characters, like, that is old school Hollywood Studios. That is, like, that's always been there. And even to today, you walk down the street, either Sunset Boulevard or Hollywood Boulevard, mm-hmm. and you see, like, the crowd of people that are around these characters. Like, this is not something that, like, nobody's going to. Nobody's stopping and paying attention to. I've been going to Disney since 1984. I still stop and watch these characters. And the fact that they're going away, it's like, we know they've they've cut, they've kind of trimmed the Streetmosphere characters down over the last couple of years. But the fact that it's going away, it, it's just really sad. And it's... I get it. Star Wars is a huge thing, but they have 900 stormtroopers marching up and down the streets every day. It's like maybe cut. Oh God, that's terrible. Could you maybe cut back some of those guys and keep the streamers? Like maybe come up with a happy medium. They just, I don't know if this is just a, a, a way to get rid of that old school Hollywood element little by little and just have the buildings. I don't know, but I'm not happy about this because I actually looked forward to seeing these characters. They're pretty funny. These cast members are very talented. They've been doing it for a long time. Some of these guys, I don't know what you'd replace it with. You probably wouldn't replace it with anything because they're cutting it. It'd probably be replaced with some kind of Star Wars characters, which is fine. I get it. That's the way the theme park is going. But you still got to have a park that looks like old school Hollywood that still has that theme going on. You can't just gut everything from that that you know that that kind of vibe. So yeah, I don't like it, Chuck. It's really it's it's kind of sad. I mean, there's I would love to look at their budget. And I could find another way to, to cut some money, but you're cutting this. I don't know. You know, I uh, as we're sitting here talking about it, it just dawned on me. So, Disney goes October to October for their um, um, fiscal year. Fiscal, fiscal year, and I wonder if we're starting to do uh, since they had to do a budget um, and they're budgeting for Galaxy's Edge coming online next year. Um, at some point in time, they've been bragging about these live action uh, cast members interacting with everybody in Galaxy's Edge. And I wonder if somebody saw the budget and freaked out and said, well, you know, it's got to get cut somewhere. So, that they, you know, it's tit for tat. So they'll have to get these cast members going and training um, this next year to get them kind of squared away and ready to go. So you know I wonder, wonder if that's factored in. I would be fine with that if they were actually taking the cast members who play these characters and retraining them to play different characters at that point you know hey keeping them backstage for a while and let them kind of learn a different part and everything so that they can be part of this at that point but you know what they're eliminating jobs of people here and they're gonna just have to hire new actors later on for that and that that's just that's just wrong in my opinion you know yeah these people they play their characters well i always love watching the streetmosphere when they're stopping over there as a matter of fact um I've uh, been watching the uh, ending of their career pretty much on uh, Facebook, pretty much. Uh, if any of you are familiar with uh, John Pelkey, who is one of the uh, Run Disney race announcers, his wife is best friends with Paige Turner. And he had shared when she found out that her job was eliminated and everything. And as a matter of fact, she just walked the streets of Hollywood for the last time yesterday, and there was a very uh, sad uh, Facebook post from from her that he shared on it. And it just, honestly, these people are quintessential Disney. They make people's vacations, They're, the little things like that. 
take those people, let them entertain somewhere else for the time being, and then when all these other uh, things come online, give them parts that way. Yeah, that's and and you know what you know what guys too it's and like I had said this before like how everything is going towards Star Wars. Like we get that, mm-hmm. but not everybody is into Star Wars. Sure, and just yes. for an example, just for yep. and just for an example, my you know who the person in my life who loves these characters the most is my mom. Every time I'm in Hollywood Studios with my mother, she loves to stop and watch these cast members. Do you think she cares about Stormtroopers? No, she could care less about Stormtroopers. But when she sees those uh, streamersphere cast members on the street, she stops. She gets a kick out of it. She interacts with them. They always end up asking her questions. I don't know how she gets picked all the time, but. She does, and like you know, she interacts, and they, they bust her chops because of the huge You're, smile she has on her face when yeah, she sees and, them. They know that they'll getting, they'll engage they'll engage well with her, and they're getting rid of that. It actually makes me sad now, thinking about that, reflecting on it. That like the next time I go to Hollywood Studios with like my family, you know, that's not going to happen. My mom always looks for that. Well, you know, it's it's just to clarify on this, not all the characters have been eliminated, Joe. But that's. I mean, it's it's but it's, the, the it's ones pretty much that gone. people it's, remember, yeah, are the ones. The cop, yeah. I mean, like it's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty much gone. I mean, I mean per, it's Paige it's, Turner's one of them that's singing to you when you come out of the bathroom. I mean, that's like the greatest thing. Yeah, I mean, there's pretty much nothing left. I mean, so it's it's you know the writing's on the wall. Well, you know what, Joe? You, you made a good point. Star Wars isn't for everybody, um, and you you identified your mother, but let's make this a little bit different and different generationally. I'm not really the world's biggest Star Wars fan. I I could take it or leave it. The March of the First Order, where there's 35 stormtroopers walking up and down the street for no reason, <laughs> I despise that. Um, because you know Star Wars is fun. It's entertaining, but I'm not all about that. And even with Galaxy's Edge, I, I'm not going to make a special trip just to see Galaxy's Edge. Um, I would much rather take the Streetmosphere characters compared to pretty much anything star wars because that is quintessential disney that is old school hollywood <laughs> absolutely you know it, i guess if if i had to give it a pessimistic spin you're not you're not buying merch you're not eating uh, gr- grabbing food when you're watching the um, streetmosphere characters you, you know what you're 100% right but that's what separates disney from six flags yeah, yeah good point but you know on, on the same on the same coin jeff where are they? Where are they performing? They're performing on Hollywood Boulevard, and they're performing on um, they're, they're performing on Sunset Boulevard, always in front of stores. So there's always storefronts, and especially if it's hot, you stop to watch them. Where are you gonna go after they finish their show? You're gonna go inside the store to cool off, and at that point, mm-hmm. you have point of you have you have impulse buys on the merch. In that way, I think that this will take down take down merch sales. Mm. Well, you know you can't you can't have you know there's no bre- uh, dessert party associated with with uh, streetmosphere characters and that like. But what I'm nervous about, you're saying Chuck, they're not going away 100. percent So I always look not according to the article that okay. I read. I, I'm I always look forward to the rope drop um, procedure, and it's usually involved uh, all streetmosphere characters. Um, so I, yep. you know, to me that's tradition, and I don't, I don't know what. Watch, that is eventually they're just going to go to a, they're going to go to a PA system of welcome to Hollywood Studios, like they do at Epcot. You mean like Epcot? Yeah, yeah. like just like Epcot. <laughs> yeah. I remember like 
what do they do at Animal Kingdom now? Because I remember it used to be. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because our next piece of news is over at Animal Kingdom. Um, okay, but before that, does anybody know what they do at Animal Kingdom for? Yes, for I'm getting there. Uh, I, I know how to make this transition. I got it, Dave. Don't worry, I'm a professional. Great transition. Double my there, salary Dave. for a reason. <laughs> um, so to start off the day at Animal Kingdom, they do that bird welcome. Oh yeah, I flyover. remember that now. But to cap off the day at Animal Kingdom, they have Rivers of Light where we go to our second set of budget cuts. Um, for those of you who have seen Rivers of Light, which is a really good show with the exception of the water screens that for some reason Disney can't figure out how to make work. And the lack of story. Well, that too. But there's now going to be even less story as live actors are going to be removed from the show starting yesterday, which is September 29th. Um, so for those of you who have seen the show, you are aware that the, there are live actors doing some interpretive dance or something. I don't know what they're doing, um, on the boats. Well, as of now, those are no more. The boats are still going to be there. There's just not going to be any actors on the boats. So we'll start with, uh, we'll start with you on this one, Dave. What are your thoughts on these cuts from Rivers of Light? This one, I'm not really going to miss. I don't understand what the whole point of having them on the boats in the first place were. I understand my understand actually I'm I'm gonna actually retract that statement. I do understand why they were there. Uh, apparently their gesticulations were supposed to be in response to the drones that they were gonna have in the show making all of these designs and I was my understanding was that all of these shamans were supposed to point in certain ways and do these little dances and the drones would respond to them and create all these animal images and everything but we're not getting the drones the drones were scrapped right beforehand because they weren't working right so it kind of just looks like a bunch of uh, idiots out on a boat having a spaz attack anyway so i'm not gonna miss this one okay jeff what about you yeah, it's actually kind of awkward. Um, other than us insiders that kind of know uh, about the entertainers on those boats, uh, you really can't barely see them. Uh, I've I've been in the audience and people are like really questioning what what's going on with those uh, um, <laughs> those people on the boats. So I don't like like we've already said it's not a clear story. Uh, it's not hundred percent sure what's going on. I kind of wish they'd replace it with, you know, the, the glow-in-the-dark uh, monkeys that go by at uh, Fantastic. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> you know what else I would love to see the them do? You know yeah. what would be epic on that show? Like, at the end, for, like, for like the fi- finale, they have, like, pyro people that, like, set them on fire and they jump into the water to end. <laughs> but then again, they would have to deal with those brain-eating amoebas, so that's not going to happen. But how epic would minor how detail. epic would it be that you have these high divers that dive that just dive on oh fire into the that would just Whoa. That, that would just be awesome. Waterworld, we Waterworld two point Let's let's do it. I like that idea. And by the well, way, if you ever in, next if, topic, if you're ever in <laughs> Universal Cal- California. See the Waterworld show. The movie was terrible, but the stunt show was amazing. Oh, it's phenomenal. Okay, Joe, what are you, what's your thought about uh, the changes coming to Rivers of Light? Well, full disclosure, uh, Chuck, is uh, the one time I did see it with my wife, I was half in the bag, and uh, we were we were watching <laughs> it from the side, and we watched about five minutes of it, and I, and I lost 
and I lost interest in it, honestly. And I remember when it was first starting, I remember being on this show and talking about, you know, looking forward to seeing the show and seeing something different. And then like 10 minutes into it, I was just like, oh God, this is like, and I looked at Jenna and said, you want to go? She's like, sure. So we don't stay for it. So I know of the actors. I don't, it doesn't really make it. If I were to stay for it now, it wouldn't make a difference for me. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll defer to, you know, you guys on this one, but I'd rather see them keep the street atmosphere than you know, <laughs> have these people on, on the floats or whatever. So Honestly, I think I'd rather hear more about you being half in the bag than Rivers of Light. Yeah, I'm actually probably more half in the bag in Disney than anywhere else. So Because I could always just take a bus or an Uber home. So. Or a minivan or, for $75. Yeah, no thank you on that one, but... <laughs> so, but that's it. I mean, to me, it's it's uh, it doesn't really. I have really no opinion about it. So, well, Rivers of Light is uh, a very entertaining show. I, I will give it that. the The shaman that are on the boats don't really make it or break it. But at the same time, you do hate to see cuts occurring, even though they really aren't doing much of anything. You never want to see anybody lose their job. Just full disclosure on that, but right. Hopefully, they can find and something I, I else for those cast members to do. But, but oh, I'm sure they will, as there will probably be lower paying positions over at Hollywood Studios open for street atmosphere. But I never really understood like why this park still has two nighttime. You know, I'm saying like you. I'm, I'm sorry. Scratch that. Why am I getting fantastic mixed up with Rivers of Light? Oh my god, it's late. I don't know. Speaking of half Jeff, in the bag. Add that out, please. <laughs> I don't know. I oh, I God. watched this one and I'm like, it was nice. But every time I finish it, I'm like, what the hell did I just watch? Mm-hmm. Well, that's not the only change coming to Animal Kingdom. Also coming to Animal Kingdom is a change coming to Rafiki's Planet Watch. So... Rafiki's Planet Watch, as you may know, is basically the glorified petting zoo that you have to take a train to. Um, that is going to be closing for refurbishment Saturday, October 20th. So that's the last day of operation. So um, Sunday, October 21st, it won't exist. Well, it will. Now, this is kind of a convoluted thing. Uh, when it was first reported... Hello. <laughs> that's uh, the breaking news phone that we have yeah, going on Yeah, but that could be edited out. Oh, yeah. Um, So when it was first reported, Rafiki's Planet Watch was scheduled to be closed completely and not reopening. Um, Since that, Disney has kind of, uh, I'm going to say confirmed, but I'm also going to kind of say delegitimize some of the breaking news sources who confirmed it as to be closed forever. So Disney confirmed that Rafiki's Planet Watch will be You mean confirmed? Temporary. What that's not how the word confirmed works, oh. everyone. You can't just say something and then say it's confirmed if it's not actually confirmed. And then you can't walk it back and say Disney confirmed this when the entire report was not correct in the first place. I don't Anyways, know. it seems like it, it seems like <laughs> it seems like an empty statement. You know, yeah, I don't know. Plate, I don't know. Um, I'm just. Uh... Well, in any case, Disney NTK's? confirmed NTK's? that. 
Yeah. Disney confirmed that Rafiki's Planet Watch will be temporary and it will be undergoing an extensive refurbishment um, slated to reopen in spring of 2019. Disney expected to rework the area's offerings to appeal to more of today's guests as uh, Planet Watch really hadn't been touched since the park opened in 98. So, Joe, uh, we know how you feel about the petting zoo. But what do you want to see come out of this Rafiki's Planet Watch refurbishment that is now a confirmed refurbishment and not a confirmed closure, even though we use the word confirmed eight times in different connotations each Well, time. I'm going to confirm this here, Chuckles, that uh, oh, I, I do I do actually, you know, I like the pet, petting zoo's okay. I like it. And the fact that I went there with my niece and nephew, I got a better, more appreciation for it. If you just go as two older people, it's kind of like, eh. I mean, I know there's all the other stuff back there where they, you know, work on like the, the animals and surgeons and all that stuff, but the petting zoo by itself is pretty cool. I just hope that, um, yeah, and he just needs a little, a uh, little, a little, uh, you know, freshening up a little bit. It's like anything else. And mm-hmm. something that hasn't been touched for 20 years. You know, it's nice to see it get a little love, a little care. Uh, I guess somebody, somebody in some staff meeting fought for the money for it and they got it. So it's been kind of neglected for a while. And I think it's good that because you don't want to see Animal Kingdom lose all of its identity with like about conservation and care for animals and all that stuff. This still gives it that integrity about it. You know what I'm saying? It's not just going to be all IP driven about movies and this and that. There's still that element where you could pet and still learn and bring your, your little nieces or nephews or kids there. And, and you know what I'm saying? There's still that learning aspect that we always talk about with Epcot, that Epcot's kind of going away from that. So I like that. It's still staying. It's... It's going to get a you know, freshening up a little bit and it's going to breathe a little bit more life into it. And, you know, when Disney kind of puts money into something, they don't like to close it right away. So hopefully this will breathe some life into it for the next five or ten years because, you know, they're not going to spend money and then close it like six months later. So or a year okay. later. That's what I think. But I'm glad to see it. Uh, you know, get a new lease on life. Yeah. Jeff, what about you? Well, this place has been kind of uh, special for our family. We we always like it as an escapism from uh, inside the park, away from the park, uh, so to speak. Um, yeah, granted, the kids liked the, the animals and, and that good, all that stuff. Um, I just like the break. Um, you know, I've been listening to a lot of people complain about it, the train, um, saying that if there wasn't a train and we could walk over. And it'd be quicker and access, and they'd probably do it. But to me, the, the train is what you know completes the whole package because you're escaping, you're taking a trip to another f- place. Um, you know, it's just a process that uh, that I really loved. Um, the one thing I was thinking about was Wilderness Explorers. A lot of people um, don't realize this. If you've done it, Wilderness Explorers, it's the um, kind of way to explore Animal Kingdom um, and. Uh, with the up characters and kind of go around and learn uh, Animal Kingdom and, and all the little facets of Animal Kingdom. And it, it's a major component to that game, so I don't know how they're going to incorporate that. I guess they'll just like exit out on all the little maps. But <laughs> but uh, that's kind of be an interesting <laughs> little <laughs> little uh, little. You problem. know, the Simpsons movie had a, uh, a similar problem like that, if you remember correctly, when they were going to destroy Springfield. The guy was driving up, and his GPS had Springfield on the map, and it said, you are now approaching nothing. <laughs> so. Yeah. Hey, have you guys. This is another reference. Have you guys. Uh, I heard on actually on another podcast, somebody was saying that there's like a dessert thing on this train, or there has been, or there, there will be. 
Have you heard? Have me? you heard anything no. about a dessert party on the train? No. I no. I can't imagine that they'd allow that though. Well, I, we should yeah, we I, should ask uh, we should ask John Peters over at WDW Main Street, considering he drives the train. There you go. Well, I you know I could have sworn they said they've done it like it, it's currently a thing, but you know we're all pretty connected, and we've no, none of us have heard of it, so I don't know. Maybe possibly on the platform because I can't Maybe. see them doing I can't mm-hmm. see the fact that people have to actually be seated on the train at all times can you picture people walking around the train to get there's no there's no way Disney right right there the four keys right there there's absolutely no way safety comes safety comes first out of everything there's absolutely it, it comes it comes above show it comes after it comes up above efficiency Safety is always the first key that needs to be meet, met beforehand. Hey, you can you that, can eat and drink on the um, on the uh, uh, Hogwarts Express over at Universal. I mean, yes, but you're not getting up to like serve yourself. They're not going to have somebody serving you dessert, oh, so you're not right. going to be while actually being yeah. on the train. The the other thing that I was going to ask you guys is they just recently announced this big Rhino uh, interactive. Um, Behind the scenes thing, and the and that's pretty much right back smack dab in the middle of. Rafiki I'm signed up for it actually. I'm going to do it in December. Cool. Yeah. So I don't I don't know how I you will, get back there. Heather mentioned that today. I wanted to do um, it on the fifth and of. Uh, sold yeah. out. Completely sold out for that first week. Now, just because we weren't actually going to touch on this, but I did look at it as a potential. Um, Jeff, why, why don't you tell us a little bit more about this Rhino thing, if if you have it readily available. If not, I do. All right, go for it. So it's kind of like the uh, behind the scenes with the elephants tour, exploring elephants or exploring caring giants, for giants. But it's well. for caring for well, giants. Okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's along the same uh, same vein as that. But it's forty two dollars, and you do get the up close encounter with the rhinos over at Animal Kingdom. So, the uh, the biggest thing about Rafiki's Planet Watch that everyone was saying when they were talking about the refurbishment is that's where the vets are. Yep. But, that I don't know if they had uh, officially announced where this tour is taking place other than Animal Kingdom. Um, so, that could be part of the reason that they are giving planet watch new lease on life well here's um, the thing with planet they figured watch. out how to monetize here's it. the thing with planet watch that is where the vets are but you only see one operating room in that building there's a lot more to that veterinary facility than just that little window that you see at rafiki's planet watch it goes on and on because i took the uh tour for the anniversary of of dak and they took us through that whole animal hospital and it's uh, quite extensive, so I can see them still having it. I was actually surprised the fact that if they take it down, they're also taking down the train. So they're getting rid of two attractions at once. That just doesn't seem like at this point, people still like the train. So it's like, why would it just didn't make sense why they would close it all, all together in that way. If they, It did give some more of the credence to the whole Zootopia idea because you had to take a train well that rumor yeah because yeah. well, you have to take a train into zootopia but even that still that was more of a futuristic monorail type train so it just it didn't make sense to close 
planet watch in that way because it just i felt like i i feel like the children love the love the train anyway it's like why take the train down unless you were gonna like make the train like a wildlife you, you open it up on the other side and you do like a uh caring for the creatures backstage tour that everybody gets and do it like that and just it's like a uh it, it's like a loop type thing mm-hmm yeah, I mean, you th- these kind of things we we kind of alluded to it earlier, but it's kind of like follow the money, right? So, I wonder if Disney it's it's one of it's just cut and dried. Literally, look at how much money do we make on uh, Rafiki's, and it's not holding water. So they're probably rejiggering it, trying to figure out how can we get people back there to make make money on the people, whatever it's going to be, a restaurant, a a you know dessert party a like you said a tour uh even if it's just a uh going make it into a zootopia uh a bolt-on thing not even rides or anything just something you can go buy zootopia merchandise uh you know plush or whatever um so you know that's kind of what i'm thinking is is going down you put a microbrew back there i'll get people back there there you go that'll, that'll get joe back there <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> So my to wrap this up, my thought with uh, Rafiki's Planet Watch is it's the premise is fantastic. It would have been so much better if they made it more of a like a wildlife preserve or a sanctuary as opposed to the Rafiki's Planet Watch, whatever it is, because it, it takes you away from the the wild lands of Africa, Asia, dinosaur, Jurassic Park. Um and it would be a, a place of this is where we care for the animals and that theming I think would have worked well. But uh, I'm excited that it's staying. Um, the petting zoo really doesn't appeal to me. But the fact that it's staying is a good thing. Now, one thing that's not staying but is not completely going away um, is over at Magic Kingdom. So there are two dates that are uh, currently reported as December 1st and October 6th, but Move It, Shake It, Dance It, and Play It Street Party will be ending its current run over at Magic Kingdom. Um, There are two reports, like I said, one says the final performance will be Saturday, December 1st, and one says October 6th, so we're going to find out real quick if that's uh, the case. However... The Move It, Shake It, Dance and Play It street party opened in October of 2014 and will be being replaced um, early in 2019 with a new Magic Kingdom dance party uh, that's scheduled to debut, debut, like I said, early 2019. Now, this is kind of a moving road roadblock here, but, you know, an update on this isn't necessarily a bad thing. So, Jeff, what are your thoughts on this one? Well, okay, so... You know, I've even been with Dave when I'm like running towards this parade. I actually love it. Um, it is a horrible timing, horrible place because uh, it congests an already busy park. I just love the theme. Here, here's, hear me out. This is what my theory uh, we should do. So let's just uh, unbolt, uh, make the move it, shake it, dance and sing it, or whatever the heck it's called. And now let's take it over to Animal Kingdom and call it Mickey's Move It, Shake It, Jam and Jungle Parade and uh, call it a day. <laughs> You're just kind of Frankensteining two parades together. There, That's Jeff. right. Uh, we need a parade back at Animal Kingdom. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Now I, that I, I agree with. I that parade. I love that parade. 
The Jam and Jungle Parade was fantastic. Yeah. For sure. So, you know, that's fine. Get, get rid of it, whatever. Um, I've got a... It's all about the money once again. It, I've got a feeling there's something coming for the 50th, so they're probably just rejiggering that to, to figure out what they're going to do with that. So, I thought that was the plan. They would... They were going to redo it for uh, Mickey's birthday or something like that. Well, not necessarily if it's not going to open up until 2019. Oh, okay. I mean, is it because they're expecting more crowds at Magic Kingdom? It doesn't make sense to me. I mean... I mean, they are expecting more crowds with anything, probably. Um, as attendant, well, actually, attendant. You know really why? Gone up you that know much. why? Because now we're gonna have they're gonna have a nighttime parade for the Christmas Wait. season. Oh, good point. So they have their parade for the day, and then yeah. so now they can get. Well, they also have the three o'clock parade yeah, too. They got the better parade, Festival of Fantasy. Yep, but even with that, you know, watch them turn around and say that that's going next, and you know, and then. All of a sudden, they no. There's no way. If that goes, you'll hear a rant from right. me. They'll they'll throw they'll throw in a they'll throw in a nighttime parade eventually. But if that's the case, they're gonna if they're cutting entertainment, they got to do something as far as that. For me, I'm only gonna miss the Vamos song because that was like my favorite thing. I, I mean, I never stop for this parade. I always walk through it. To I always walk through, but on the way out, you would hear it. And the thing about that song is it annoys me because I can't get all of the lyrics. I know parts of it, but I can't make it out, and I can't find the lyrics on the internet. So I well, know if you watch there's... the screen, they'll tell you. No, it's actually it's actually not on the screen. All it says is "vamos" on the screen. I know it's the uh, I, I know it's the Tiki Room is making news. Got to take the Jungle Cruise, and uh, Aladdin's on the carpet. Chase. Buzz Lightyear is, is lost in space, but then there's something about Gotta See the Seven Dwarves. I don't know. Then there's something about the Little Mermaid. Can't make it out. Uh, they also say Haunted Mansion Spooky Time, and something about it. It's a small world after all, and I don't know what they say afterwards. But I every time I like, I practically gone deaf in the Magic Kingdom with my ear up against as as far against speakers as I can with my <laughs> hand cup trying to figure out what all these lyrics are. And it's just driving me mad. Somebody's got to have them somewhere. Here. I've been looking around. I've checked Decod. <laughs> I've, ch I've checked Disboards. I've checked everywhere. I can't find it. Have you checked Reddit? <laughs> no, actually, I haven't. I, I, I stay away from Reddit. And technically, <laughs> considering the type of person that I am, I'd probably do very well on Reddit, and I, I'm afraid to go on Reddit because I think I would be a, addicted to that website. Mm -hmm. For other things besides yeah, besides Disney, but that's another story for another time. So we're going to move on. Where are we moving on I to? Don't know. Uh, did everyone give their opinion on Move It, Shake It, Celebrate It, Rolling, Street, Blocking, Party? I did not, but I'll, I'll just say something real quick. Uh, maybe they could just cut back the amount of times it's performed today if they want to cut back. Or the amount of times that it stops. You yeah, see, but I the mean, thing is, they still—if that's the case—they still have to pay the performers. It's true. Yeah, so it's really—it's not making it worth. Well, it. they're not cutting it back. <clears throat> Excuse me. They're not cutting it back. They're redoing it. Like they're giving us something new. This is well, and that's that's what I was. That's what I had written down here. I said if they're cutting it, they're probably going to do something for either Mickey's ninetieth or the fiftieth coming up. I think they. I would say something. I say Mickey that. Mickey's ninetieth. You know what's You know it's scary. It, it said it's uh, debuted in February two thousand nine. 
Oh it's been out on that long? Yeah. Well, no. Different, it's a lot of, different guys. Move it, it, shake it, celebrate it was it's all the 2009. Same. It's all the same. Move it, shake it, dance it, sing it. It's the, it's, it's the presents uh, uh, type of... Yeah. The birthday present floats. It's sort of like uh, when people uh, complain about the uh, the mirrored princess float that co- keeps on Oh, the one from the 70s? Yeah. That's fantastic. Oh, yeah. People hate that thing. It's just... People like complain about oh it's it's out again it's still it still exists from uh, it's all over Twitter people all the time make fun of that thing. Mm. It's still fantastic. Vamos. All right. Vamos. <laughs> well, now I know how we're gonna end the oh, show yeah, and with what music. I have, uh... Jeff, but can you play the whole for song our final... at the end? Yeah, I already bought it for the last time you brought this up. Awesome, thank you. <laughs> and it's funny Wait, the way you were moving right now, the way my where, where my mouse was and everything. It looked like my it looked like my cursor was picking your nose. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but professionalism yeah. here at the Mickey Dudes. Uh, th- that's actually how we should end the show. It looks like my cursor was picking your nose. <laughs> that's great. All right, so. And what I am considering the biggest news of this news segment and saving the best for last and kind of the one that hurts the most. After nearly 20 years in Epcot, Illuminations, Reflections of Earth, will be ending in the second half of 2019. Uh, Now, granted, Illuminations, Reflections of Earth started just before the millennium. I think, along with, uh, uh, what was the parade over there called? Oh, so, uh, there was first, I, it was Tapestry of Nations, and then it got changed to Tapestry, Tapestry of, of Dreams. Dreams. So the, that all started at about the same time, but Illuminations, Reflections of Earth, running until the end of summer 2019. Now, this is something that I absolutely would make a special trip to see, and I will second that. Still may. Me too. I still may. Um, uh, on our upcoming trip in November, we actually got dinner in the Mexico Pavilion. Well, not in the pavilion. So uh, I'm sorry to hear that. N- no, at La Hacienda. Um, so we Again, can see. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we're we're gonna go off topic here. Why? It's just not good. It's just not. Listen, you're you're getting married this week. We're just making it hard on you. That's all. Well, listen, Heather doesn't like... I'm whispering, so no one tell her. Heather doesn't like Mexican food. So try to get something at Mosin Crown, or... Well, no, I like Mexican food. Dave, you don't have to whisper. It's not all... (laughs) (laughs) This is true. I just just got caught up in the Chuck, it's not about you anymore, buddy. It's not about you anymore. I hope hope this all makes the show, because I know she doesn't listen. (laughs) Um... Anyway, you were ta- as you were saying. <laughs> uh, well, anyways, uh, this coming d- or November, we're going to La Hacienda for some fantastic Mexican food and to see um, Illuminations for the first time, for me at least, in a restaurant. So Illuminations going away is big news. It's sad news. But looking on the horizon, not horizons, but on the horizon, that means... There is a new nighttime fireworks spectacular that is coming to World Showcase Lagoon. Um, Disney has confirmed that it will happen. 
They haven't confirmed anything else other than that. Um, there's rumors of the drones coming in because they can fly them in over the uh, bridge. So they don't have to fly them in over people. Mickey's drone it, shake oh. it, celebrate it. <laughs> hmm. Mickey's Dronuts, I think, is uh, the newest snack over at Refreshment Port. <laughs> but Illumination's going away. I, I know everyone has a lot of thoughts on this one, so I will open the floor up to whomever wants to take it. Well, I'll, or no one. I'll start. So, um, as I've always said, um, this is definitely one I will go out of my way to make a special trip for. Um, you know, when Wishes ended, you know, I was sad to see it go, but I was like, eh. But this is the only nighttime show that I actually remember in Epcot. Like, I don't remember, you know, I don't remember really the, the parades. And This is like the one that's been around for the longest and the one I remember the most. This one I have the most memories with. This is the one show that that I get the most emotional about. It doesn't matter how many times I've seen it. There's nothing better than, you know, hearing that music when you're walking out and, and seeing all the pavilions light up and... You know, even the globe spinning, it's like, okay, you know, whatever, right? I mean, it's kind of like, I can do without that. But that show just means, it has a lot of meaning to me. It, even more than any of the Magic Kingdom shows. So, in going forward, it's going to happen. We all know it's going to happen. Um, it's eventually going to happen. It's, at least it's happening later than we thought. It was supposed to be gone by now. At least all the rumors had said that. I just hope that with, right. with whatever it's replaced with, um, it continues to incorporate the lighting up of, of the of the pavilions, you know, and using all of the elements of World Showcase and still using pyrotechnics and fireworks. I mean, those fireworks are so loud and with all the buildings surrounding it, it's just, it's, it's awesome. And I just hope it's not all projections and drones because part of what made that show so awesome was just how loud it was, how bright it was, and just seeing all of the fireworks light up the lagoon. I mean, you mean it was just... You mean illuminate them? Illuminate the loom, exactly. Ah, there it is. Thank you, Dave. (laughs) So, uh, nice assist on that one. So, uh, I mean, that's what I'm hoping. I hope that they still, you want to change up fine. I know you're going to come up with new music. I get that. But I hope that they still incorporate those core facts or core pieces into the new show. Uh, But this is something that, yeah, I am definitely, I told my wife already, I don't care if it's a Tuesday night. I'm taking off of work. I will be there for the last you know, performance of illumination, reflections of Earth, yeah. presented by Siemens, which not it doesn't not anymore, but <laughs> it's not anymore. But it's still I continue to hear that in my head every time, you know, <laughs> and to hear the, the candles being blown out the last time, you know, I mean, come on, it's classic. So, Dave, what's your opinion? Definitely going to be sad to see it go. I mean, it is a classic. Uh, Again, I don't think anybody is in much shock. We've kind of been hearing these rumors for a while, so we knew eventually it was going to be happening, considering from when they, it was a millennial celebration. So it's ran it's ran its course. I'm going to miss it, but I think with this one, whatever replaces it, I have the utmost confidence in Disney that Disney is going to bring their A-game. If you're going to mess with something this beloved... You better have something that's going to ooh and ah and have a wow factor to it. And I'm not I'm not too worried in that department, you know. I think we're still going to hear the music at the end. Like if you stay on after you stay on after uh, the uh, every new day, there's there's an ending. You know, I'm not going to sing it, but the we go on song after that, if you hang around and you just kind of saunter out of Epcot they play uh, Tapestry of Dreams. So there's still that image in the park. 
I'm sure that if you on the ending of the day in Epcot, I'm sure you're still going to hear the uh, Illumination soundtrack at one point or somewhere else. Like you could still hear the old Soren when you walk in. It'll still be a presence in the park. So I think we're in good hands with Imagineering and I think bigger and better is coming. So unfortunately, I hate to say it, but keep moving forward. <laughs> I, keep going on. Yes. <laughs> Keep moving exactly. on. Hey, I don't care what they put in there. I just love that uh, it, it traps all you suckers while we get on empty buses uh, leaving the park. Um, no, just uh, kidding. But um, we probably well, only see why, it. That's why yeah. you stay on Channel Bridge and you just run out right afterwards uh, <laughs> right. the International Gateway. You're going to watch everybody wait for the gondolas or the skyline. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Oh, that'll be terrible. That's going to be fun to watch. You know, what if what if you know they, they made this – announcement saying that it's going to be the new show is going to be i thought exactly like the day after the other one closes um that's not what i saw but i hope so yeah that would make sense but they alluded to that but what i was going to point out was what if it's the exact same soundtrack and they just kind of replace a bunch of the fireworks with drone stuff i, I don't, don't think they're happening. gonna do that i mean even the new soaring around the world they they could have used the same music and just changed it up but no they they have a variation on the score but it's a whole new song in that way so but what if they did a variation like jeff saying dave you know if it's if it's similar that, that wouldn't surprise me considering what they did with soaring but i don't think they would use the actual same score and, and i think this is yes. a but this is a valid point because let me ask you guys a question. Do you think that this show over wishes or even was a fantasy in the sky back in the magic kingdom? This show has more of a, a emotional attachment to hardcore Disney fans. Like, you know, fans that listen to like our show and like, uh, like us kind of people rather than the, the regular family that comes once every five years that goes to see I, fireworks, I don't over, think fireworks over the yeah, castle. You I don't think, think so? I don't think so. I think so. I, I agree I, with Jeff. I think it does. I think this I think show it does. Yeah. I think that they, they know this has to this is gonna hit more hardcore fans. I than... know it's gonna hit hardcore fans, but I also think that the hardcore fans, if given the choice between Magic Kingdom fireworks and Epcot fireworks, you come to Disney for a reason. You come to Disney for Disney music and that nostalgia. I think the I think the music from the movies has more of a timeless thing that just even with Happily Ever After hearing the newer Disney music. There's just something about Disney music from the Disney movies that just makes people happy. I think I think people have more of a visceral reaction to the Magic Kingdom fireworks than than Epcot. Even even your hardcore people. But I'm even talking about the replacement of wishes versus the replacement of illuminations. Like people were sad about wishes, but like I think this is gonna really strike a chord with a lot of people. Like it's it's been around a lot longer, too. Of course it is. But I think have... the whole Disney music thing sells more, will always sell Magic Kingdom over Epcot in the end. I tell you, if if, if Disney follows what Jeff said, if they kept, like, the score, like, when you leave, like, the, you know, We Will Go On, whatever the song goes, I would actually be okay with that, because that's, like, to me, that's, like, the end of the Epcot day, hearing that track when you're walking out. Yeah. That would actually make that would actually make it a little less. And that hurtful. wasn't Jeff. That was Nate. That was you. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you know, what if it's uh, now? I've heard something about incorporating. Maybe it's just sarcasm on online, but 
I thought I heard something about incorporating Disney characters, so it's not it's not that uh, international feel to it. I what, don't what think they, that would see. I don't think that would happen. Well, you know, we have a whole new crew with that's wanting to put in Guardians of the Galaxy and Epcot, so um, anything's possible. But what Touché. if they what if they rolled out uh, <laughs> some more of these like uh, like pump uh, water pumping ships 2.0 that kick up these more fans with projections? <laughs> I mean, I know. Well, maybe they need to get projections right. First. I think right. What they might. What they should really do is uh, like in Fantasmic when the dragon goes down. If they could find a way to set the entire lagoon on fire, yeah, that would be epic. It's already filthy anyway, so what's the difference? <laughs> you know, I'm hoping they really are pumping some money into this for the 50th because they, they they're making a big deal. The word on the street is they're make this is a big topper for their 50th uh, celebration. So I mean, maybe it's it's going to be bigger and better than we've ever imagined. So we can only hope. Well, I know I'll be there. Dave will be there. I hope to see you guys down there and the rest of our Mickey yeah, dudes. Hopefully. Mickey dude fan base. What's, That'd be a good night. That'll what's be the fun. date? What's the date? I don't think they don't have, they don't it, have yet. it yet. End of summer. End of summer. Okay, yeah, I'll be there. All right. Um, does anyone else have anything to add before we wrap up this evening's show? Uh, yeah, I do, actually. Oh, uh-oh. Wow, that's, this has never happened before. Well, on behalf of the uh, Mickey Dudes, we would like to congratulate you and Heather on the upcoming nuptials next Saturday and wish you a happily ever after. Thank you, Dave. And interestingly enough, that is uh, the fireworks that we got engaged to. Yes. You see, you know, you were there. Yes. I helped run (laughs) interference for that. So, oh my God. It's all you see what I did there? I did did. very well done we go on and thank you thank you Dave and Chuck I'd like to add something as well oh oh boy well I want to first of all congratulate you guys as well Uh, remember she's always right and compromise Uh, that's a two thank God she doesn't (laughs) listen to this show and uh, second thing is I wanted to throw in there because I started this the last time I wanted to throw in my best pet with uh, Saratoga Joe so, yeah, but it was a 30-word introduction. It's going to be no real quick. Remember. My best bet with Saratoga Joe this week is uh, if you're taking the boat to Disney Springs, staying at Saratoga Springs, make sure you check what time the last boat leaves Disney Springs because Disney Springs will stay open longer than the boat service will. So just keep that in that, mind. That's actually good for any uh, Sasagula hotel. That is true, yes. Hotel. Yeah. I think the last boat is 11.30 or 11.59. depends what it is. But. Uh, I think it's 11.30 to make it back by... Midnight, but you can walk back, or there are still our buses to Saratoga from Disney Springs. So, or you could—that's actually solid advice. Or you could Uber or Lyft it. So you still have uh, options, but don't rely on the boat because it might—it will stop running. So that is today's best bet with Saratoga Joe, and congratulations, Chuck. <laughs> Thank you. We need a uh, musical interlude for that. We'll work on it. It's a work in progress. I like the idea. Dude. Well. I agree with that, but the first time we uh, introduced this, Joe said, well, it's a new sub- su- uh, segment subject, segment called The Disney Best Bet with Saratoga Joe and then proceeded to ramble on for 10 minutes before he got to it, so that was all part of the introduction. So the segment name was longer than the segment. <laughs> I guess I cut it down this week. <laughs> yes, this week it was too uh, concise and to the point. I'm working on it. Very good. 
And speaking of concise and to the point, we're going to wrap up this week's show. But before we do, we're going to ask everyone to tell everyone else, tell our listeners where they could find you on the interweb. So starting with you, Joseph, where can you be found on the interwebs? You can find me over at the DVC Roundtable over at resortloop.com, part of the Joffrey's Coffee and Tea Podcasting Network. Oh. I just made that up, but we're both sponsored yeah, by sounded, Joffrey's, but it sounded official. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, what about you? You can find me at Braindead92 on Twitter and just Plano Brain Dew, as in Mountain Dew, on Instagram. And Dave? Figments Reality. Also, Figments Reality at Twitter and on Instagram. Okay, and I can be found over on the Twitter machine at Chuck in the Chat, and you could find us all at the Mickey Dudes Podcast on Twitter, the Mickey Dudes, or no, excuse me, the Mickey Dudes on Twitter, the Mickey Dudes Podcast on Instagram, and the Mickey Dudes on Facebook. We want to thank you all for joining us this week, and we will see you all next week with another quick tip from Joe. Joe, what's your segment called? Best bet with Sar- best bets with Saratoga Joe. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's what we're. That's I like what we'll that do. play on words. Please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you again real soon.